Hello, this is Peter Woolfolk. First, let me say thank you so much for being a listener. Now, I want to alert you to our shiny new podcast website located at podpage.com. However, you can go directly to the podcast site located at www.publicrelationsreviewpodcast.com. There, you can contact me through email. You can leave a voice message. You can leave a review. You can read an episode blog and frequently learn about the podcast guests. You might also want to suggest podcast topic ideas or even suggest a guest. You can also let me know if you would like to receive our podcast listener logo that you can post on your social media. So I look forward to hearing from you about our new podcast website, www.publicrelationsreviewpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Public Relations Review Podcast and have a great day. Welcome. This is the Public Relations Review Podcast, a program to discuss the many facets of public relations with seasoned professionals, educators, authors, and others. Now, here is your host, Peter Woolfolk. Welcome to the Public Relations Review Podcast and to our listeners all across America and around the world. By now, I suspect most, if not all of you, have heard of the new AI program sweeping the nation, ChatGPT. Needless to say, this spectacular program has also invaded the public relations environment. The question now is, how does one successfully use this exciting new AI platform to your advantage in the public relations universe? My guest today can answer that question. He is the founder of Success in Media. He also holds a Guinness record for publicity for more than a decade, and that is giving the most interviews in 24 hours. His books have reached the USA Today bestseller list and bestsellers for Wall Street Journal and Business Week. Media Secrets, his latest book, hit number one on 25 different Amazon lists and hit number one in the U.S., the U.K., Canada, and Australia. Now, his newest accomplishment is teaching PR professionals to use ChatGPT successfully in their public relations practice. So I am very pleased to welcome Jess Todd Bell, founder of Success in Media, and he joins me today from New York City. Jess, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here and great to share so many amazing things that are happening at this moment for PR professionals. Well, just because this also got of interest to me, let's start with how did you go about achieving a Guinness record? <laughs> well, I was promoting a book. It was uh, actually about business speaking and uh, presentation skills. And a buddy of mine said, well, you're the media guy. I'm known for media training and consulting and said, I hope you do this push bigger than anyone else. And I'm a former TV producer, and I was previously the gatekeeper. I mean, people would pitch me, so I knew what worked and what didn't. So I ran this campaign. We were able to book 112 different interviews, all lasting five minutes longer or longer, in a 24-hour span. And with plenty of Starbucks, I was able to stay up all night <laughs> and get the record in 2009 and still hold it, most interviews. So I'm, I'm plenty happy to, to have something in a PR category. 
So what was it that you were being interviewed about that generated this kind of interest? Well, it uh, it, it was really, I mean, some people said, is it a stunt? Is it, it you know, I'm, we had to ask for it. You know, I would say it wasn't that there was the interest. We had to say, we use every tool and technique, you know, say, hey, you're part of a Guinness record. You're part of something. And then they would say, well, I don't know if I'm part of the record, but I guess I am part of it because I'm interviewing you. Ah, Okay. <laughs> we tried every topic, every pitch. I mean, it was about uh, speaking and uh, public speaking, communicating. And uh, we'd say, how to, there was that one show that said, we're, we only, it's a pet show. Well, uh, what I learned about speaking to people from speaking to my dog, I said it out loud as a joke. And the person said, if you could come up with answers for that, you're booked. And I said, and I will. I said, just for the pure fun of it. And, uh, and that was, you know, the only different weird one. Okay. Well, now let's get down sort of to the nitty gritty. Tell us what it is that you've developed to make chat GPT usable in the public relations arena, because obviously chat GPT is sweeping the nation now. And uh, our public relations audience, mm. I'm sure, are, would be excited to know what it is that you've done that can help them use this platform. Yeah, as soon as this thing came out, which was, you know, at the time of our recording is, is a month and change ago, I was sitting there thinking, what are all the uses and what are all the uses for the people that I'm friendly with and help and serve, including PR practitioners? And I started experimenting with it and I realized, yes, you can create full press releases, you can create amazing headlines for your emails, you can use it for idea generation, uh, it, it, the list goes on and on and on. And I started thinking further and said, wow, I, I wonder if I could be first to market with a course, a nice short course on all the best ways to use it uh, on Udemy, which is a big platform for on online courses. And I was the first and continue to be the first. We'll see if other people um, add a course on there. But it's been going great. And yeah, and I'm so happy to share today and get specific for your people on how they can use this amazing tool. So so what should we do? Maybe set up some scenarios and then you can suggest here's how a chat GPT would fit in that scenario? Sure. Yeah, that's a great way of of us talking about it today. I mean, the, the first one that comes to mind, even before being able to help a client with public relations, is to get the client. You know, what are some things I, I didn't I don't have this in the course, but you're making when you said, hey, scenarios, you're making me think of it, which is we can basically type in what we were going to say to a prospect about something and see if it can refine it. And, and I guess we, we maybe we just take a 10 second or I don't know, 30 second step back and just explain for anyone. I mean, anyone who's clicking on or listening to this, it probably had some idea about chat GPT. But should I just basically give the, the quick you know, wind up of, of what this thing is and does. That's a great idea. Okay, good, good. So uh, chat GPT, which I had to look up before you and I started speaking, stands for generative pre-training transformer. <laughs> but it's basically, it's artificial, right? It's the worst name ever. They should have used the artificial intelligence to come up with a better name. Or maybe Ask Jeeves was taken, uh, which, was, <laughs> which is an old search engine. But this is the next advance from search engines. You know, search engine, 
I, I remember first discovering, you know, Yahoo and, and even 1993 discovering AOL and just saying, I can't believe I can access the world's information. This is the next step better, which is instead of, hey, give me a list of all these places that I could go down a rabbit hole, it just have an, an artificial brain give me the answer. And at the time of this recording, it's mostly correct, <laughs> which means it's not perfect. But it is mostly correct. Sometimes it gets something, you know, just a little bit off mm -hmm. as far as facts. So, you know, one one thing to or disclaimer to say in the beginning is you still need to be a human, which means you need to you can work with it, but you need to, you know, copy edit it and make sure that you agree with something that it's saying. I was just using it to make some marketing copy for something uh, for this course, actually. And then it started listing off features and benefits that don't go along with the course. And it's nice that it came up with it, but it needs to be to be trained. So anyway, so go so it's you can type in anything. You can say, hey, help me uh, write marketing copy. Help me uh, refine this idea. Hey, expand on this uh, thing that I'm writing and it and it will do it. So, so going back to what we were talking about before, even in the early stage of saying, hey, this is what I say to prospects on the phone. You can type it in like a human would say it, like I'm saying it right now and not in any special syntax. And it will give you an answer and it will remember the conversation so you don't have to keep starting over like you would with Google. And you can say, but now uh, don't say this and say this or make this adjustment or for this course, it started saying, and here's how you use it for social media. And I had to tell the chat GPT, uh, this, that's beyond the scope of this program. I'm just focusing on how to write press releases and all of the, the steps for the main duties of a PR practitioner. Mm -hmm. But happy to talk about any other <clears throat> scenarios like you just said. So let's stick with press releases for a second. So you have to sort of give some information about what the press release or what the topic is for the press release. Those things that, uh, as I said, put the most important information at the top, so to speak. Uh, how does it? Uh, how do you say those things to make it know how to do that, or do you just say it and well, it refines? How how do you make that work? There's a lot that this thing, this AI knows, and it knows how to make press releases. So you can't just say, uh, pray, make a, a press release for uh, Peter who has an amazing podcast about public relations. It will start doing it and make up stuff, mm -hmm. but the more you give it, the better. Okay. And again, at, at the time of this recording, you can't give it an entire book. I mean, you can't copy and paste an entire book. I know I tried. <laughs> it didn't It didn't do it, but, but maybe the new paid version that they that they're announcing will will be able to do stuff like that. But you can put in a summary of something that your client did, or their a summary of their book, or something that was written that's not perfect that basically explains what they're they're doing and what's going to happen, and, and even just some raw facts, and it will turn it into a press release that looks like a press release. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So also to be on the safe side, then, uh, even though it may not hit it directly on the mark, you can then, once the, the GPT has given you its version, you can go in there and modify things that you think would be much more effective uh, before you actually put it in place, so to speak. 
Yes, and that's the part where I feel, say you still have to be a human. Mm-hmm. And if you're lazy and you, uh, not to judge anybody who just copies and pastes, but you have to look at it and say, how would you put it in your own words or, or add your voice to the text or just notice, like I said, that you don't like some of the wording or something is not factually correct or, or it's highlighting a, a benefit that your client doesn't actually provide. You can tweak that, but it's basically like going from zero to 95 in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will just start spitting out the information and you can look and say, I mean, I've looked at it and I've said, oh, I don't like the first few sentences, but I love the next paragraph. Oh, and the paragraph after that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the one after that. And then sometimes it, it, it will give a conclusion. You know, in conclusion, we want to share, and I'll, and for me, I'll usually say, well, I already said it. I don't need to, I don't need to say in mm-hmm. conclusion. So I, I might, you know, delete that part and, and change a few words. But it's, again, like going from zero to 95 in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So, so in essence, what I'm hearing is that uh, you give uh, GPT as much information as you possibly can about what the subject or topic is and then let it do what it does. Uh, from That's it. from yeah. there, you can then refine that information that it, it has uh, delivered to you. Exactly. Yeah. And, and when we say as much, I mean, uh, it could be a few pages of text. It could be one paragraph. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was using it to, I, I, I have uh, another book. I have four books that I've written, but I have an, another one that, that's been outlined in my computer for three years. And just to test it, I said, well, let me see if I take pieces of the outline and I basically write five sentences saying this is what I'm going to try to explain in this section and it spit out the actual section of basically what I would say in that book mm-hmm. and some of it is is just fantastic some of it doesn't sound like my voice I'd have to go and you know continue to just mold it but when it comes to media training skills which is one of my main topics and presentation training uh, it knows a lot about that and <laughs> Which, which is the next question, and I, and I'm going to ask ask this and answer it at the same time. Which is, is it coming for our job? My first thought is, people will always want to pay someone else to do something for them, and the machine is never going to be able to do it as well as the human, mm-hmm. even if the human is along with the machine. So, just saying that for our PR friends who are listening, um, don't worry. Anyone who does it the other way is. You know, it's, it's like they were doing the DIY version in any way, and they were never going to hire us. So, so in essence, again, just with press releases, the more information you can give it to put into the press release, it will do. Then you can also maybe put some refinements or some some limits to it and, uh, and say, well, fine, put this information in, but do not exceed whatever... Uh, 300 words, something along those lines. Can you put those kind of parameters in there as well? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Uh, and, uh, and, and surprisingly, you don't have to give it a, a whole lot of information. I've been testing where I only give a few sentences to see what it'll do, and it will figure stuff out. I mean, it's making some stuff up if, for your client if you don't have the other information. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's better if you put in you know, a page of text you could put a page of text and say 
first give me a summary of this, and then it gives a summary, and then you say, okay, now give me a press release on this, and then you read it and say, I like it, but change these few things, and it'll start changing, and you say, uh, I like this, but move this to the top and move this to the bottom, and it'll spit it out. Mm. I mean, you can talk to it like you would an assistant, and uh, but I want people to know they can do it both ways. Like you just ask, hey, if you give it a lot of information, will it you know do a good job? Yeah, I think it'll do a better job because it has your actual information. But you don't really have to give it too much, and it really starts filling in the blanks. So it's. Uh, it's just it's it's amazing. This is a turning point. This is a, a an inflection point in our culture. This is I'm going to go out on the limb, Peter, and say this: if if people remember, and I know we have varying ages of people who listen to the podcast, but I remember when the first time I went on a search engine, and I could search the internet. I said, "This is insane. I can't believe that I have access to so much information." Uh, and this is that moment again in uh in a, a better and different way mm-hmm. you know he, here's the other thing now one of the things about having at least generating some interest in your press release is the headline for it now uh, i'm going to say that that's probably still within the, uh, the the human domain that you as the initiator of this should perhaps maybe write your own headline or do you want to, and I shouldn't say do you want to, but uh, can you also maybe take a chance and ask the GPT to write the headline? Well, I like to pride myself on being very good at writing headlines and hooks. Okay. And I'm sure many of the people listening in, uh, feel that way as well. But for the sake of testing, I put my headline or, or hook in the chapter GPT. Just it's you know they call that because you're chatting with the with the program, mm-hmm. and I said give me give me improvements on this, and I sometimes I'll ask for ten and sometimes I'll ask for just improvements or twenty. Uh, I once asked for fifty headlines on something, <laughs> and it yeah, and it will spit it out, and makes me feel sad as a human <laughs> because it is. A smarter brain. Like, I, I, I've many times while using this thought to myself, you silly human had to sit around and and think hard, you know, oh, what if I use this word or, you know, who, what group could this help? You know, I'm like, uh, you know, your computer is thinking hard. It gets all like warm and, and it's like hot. You're like, oh, this thing is on fire. That's you know, our brain getting all steamy because they're thinking hard. Well, the ChatGPT just spits out answers, and some of them are better. They're better than us sitting there. So, so I mean, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't come up with great ideas. We can, uh, but what will? But if we put it in and say, uh, what else can you come up with, or or even just whether we put it in or not, it will spit out however many you like. You know, if you say, give me ten, okay, give me ten more, give me fifty more. It will. Get, I mean, at a certain point, it'll start to repeat certain things or mm-hmm. or mash them up. But what I found on the headline side is that you you know you start with something that you're thinking of, where you're saying, "Oh, I'd really like to tie it into this event or this uh, moment, you know, thing that is a pop culture thing or something local." You can tell it to take one of those things into account, or you can you know, start writing it and then put it in and say, what, you know, what else can you come up with? And it will, it will come up with some amazing 
ideas and angles. And, you know, while we're talking, I, this is uh, silly. I don't know why I didn't do this before. I'm going to log into chat GPT live. And um, let's say, uh, uh, please create a PR headline for a, let's say, pitching, pitching a podcast on public relations. All right, let's see, Peter. Um, and sometimes it's slow, but nope, it's spitting things out. Okay, here we go. You ready for this? Okay. <laughs> Discover the secret of successful PR with our new podcast series. And I didn't tell what it what it was called, so it named it for you. PR Insight for the Modern Age, <laughs> which is not the name of, of your podcast. But I'll say, please give and more. I don't know why I say please when it's a computer, but I, I'm a polite person, apparently. And then it will spin out some more. And I'll give you some just highlights. Join the PR revolution with our podcast, The Art of Effective Communication. Stay ahead of the PR game with the PR connection. The power of PR unlocked. Uh, tune in to, and then you put the name of the show. It goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. It just fits it out. And so what people can do is take a, a mix of the best pieces that they like. Well, I mean, that is really some fascinating information. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, so, so we can people can do it with their headlines. That they're going to, you know, put in the subject line. You can, you know, you can even tweak it and say, "Hey, this is this is the headline I have for the press release." But I also have some. Uh, I wanted to fit X number of characters for the subject line, so that the best part is is further up. And you know, even what, what I was just reading off. I mean, there's certain words that I see in here like PR revolution, transform your PR strategy. So you're taking skills to the next level. Uh, there are certain phrasings that you say, huh, I like that word. I, I forgot to use that word. And, you know, supposedly when computers will look at a person's writing, I guess, when they're trying to figure out, you know, I don't know, the FBI trying to figure out who somebody is, we tend to do and say some of the same words, do some of the same things and say some of the same words over and over when we don't even realize it. And this is a tool that can help us to expand what it is that we're writing and and just improve on it even. So so the bottom line here is that uh, GPT can help us in any I would I would let's say any sort of writing assignment and uh, you can put parameters on it. You can define length of the uh, information you want to get back in terms of words or pages, something along those lines. So it has the flexibility to do a lot of things for a lot of different people. Yes. Uh, it does. And it can, it can, like, like you just said, I mean, I'm tying it to PR today for, for the audience, but test everybody, try it, go there, sign up, try everything, ask it anything you want during the day. I, I, I had a credit card that expired and sometimes they're metal these, these days. They want to make their credit card extra cool, but I don't know how to chop up a metal credit card. So I was going to ask Google how I should do it, but I asked ChatGPT, and it just gave me the answer. It, it just said, here's the answer. Instead of here's a thousand websites that you have to comb through and watch ads, look at ads and all of that. You know, so you can use it in other ways, and I'll tell you something else I did. Just don't tell my family that I'm about to tell you this, 
But for um, some extended family that I had to send some holiday cards to, people who are close to me, okay, it was my parents, I wanted to, you know, say something extra nice and special and honor them. And I wrote a few sentences in it and I said, I want to see what it will come up with. Mm -hmm. Well, it came up with a really nice touching card that I could write. And I basically, I did not use it verbatim. But I was impressed with a few of the, the sentiments that it said. And then I could guide it. You know, if I wanted, I could I could add something else in. But it said something about, you know, this time of year, just thinking about what matters most and, and people have made a difference. And, and both of you have really made a difference. You know, I, I'm getting teary. They, this this computer knows <laughs> that it's happened to a human emotion. So, yes. Yeah, so people should test it out for for all different reasons. Find your own. So he, so I'm, I'm going to bring up something else. It can create sound bites for your clients. And w now what I did as a media trainer, as you know, one of the core things that I do, I, uh, I've written a book uh, in the past about media training. And I, I went and I took the 14 elements of what makes up a great sound bite and I plugged it into ChatGPT just so it would know what I'm specifically looking for. And some of those elements include someone who is speaking in absolutes or they're using bold action words or they, uh, I call it the triple play where it's three different things. You know, we need to do this. We need to do this. So we need to do that or using analogies. Anyway, I put the list in and I said, okay, this is my list for what I'm looking for, for great soundbite. Please take the information that we've been working with. I didn't even have to, you know, it remembers the conversation. So I didn't even have to start over again. And it already had, uh, a one-page piece of information that I had turned into a press release. I turned it into tweets. I was trying everything I could I could do with it. But then I wanted to see, can I turn it into sound bites that I can then give to a client? And it did. And there were some great ones. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so imagine, you know, you can certainly give it to your client, but you can use those. And I'm talking to the audience uh, when I say you can use those to put in your press releases because I'll tell you something as a former TV producer and, and I, I always say, you know, as a gate, someone who was a gatekeeper, I mean, people would pitch me. Uh, I, I used to have in a bio that I was pitched uh, more than 7,000 times during my time as a, I'm sorry, I had over 7,000 segments I produced. Mm -hmm. You can only imagine how many pitches didn't make it in. Those are the ones right. that made it in. <laughs> You're right. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, so there's, you know, certain patterns there. But one of the things that we would uh, do is we would print out somebody's press information or press email. I'll, I'll call it that because I don't think I ever really was looking for a press release. I just wanted the main details. And one of the things that always came up in a meeting was what will that person say? Is there a person, and for me it was TV, so we needed a guest, so we needed someone to interview. But what will they say? And if I look down at the page that I printed out and it didn't say what, you know, what they might actually say, and it was just paragraphs of, you know, what their book is about, then a lot of times that story, that pitch would die at that moment when people in the meeting and our executive producer were, was interested in it. Mm -hmm. So, so there's an extra little bonus tip for everybody today, which is, to make sure to include what the person will say. Okay. 
Well, Jess, let me say this. Yeah. You, you have provided a wealth of information about the uh, using, successfully using ChatGPT. So are there any closing remarks that you would like for our uh, uh, guests to go away with? Sure. I want people to go out, try ChatGPT. Make your life easier and save more time and figure out all the cool ways you can use this for public relations. Uh, in fact, I, I'll tell you what, Peter, I'm going to set up a link that will be ready uh, when people go click on it, which is for them to be able to get the course for uh, more than 80% off, which will bring it down to probably around $10 over on Udemy. And it will be success in media. That's my website, success in IN media.com slash Peter special. So Peter, <laughs> put your name in the, in the secret little link in there and then people can get it. And then one of the things that they'll get in that course is the exact template that I used to set the Guinness record. I included that in the course and I, I talk about how to use that alongside chat GPT. Um, but I think if anybody takes something out of today, it's, you know, why wouldn't, if you knew there was spell check available to you for your emails and documents, why would you say, oh, you know, I'll look at that later. I don't need to, I don't need to use that. I mean, this is, this is better than spell check. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a uh, computer who will make your life easier. So yeah, so people should go and, and go uh, check it, check it all out, start using it today. Well, Jess, uh, let me say again, thank you so very much for being our guest today. Um, and uh, that guest has been uh, Jess Toddfell. He is the founder of Success in Media, and he's also a Guinness record holder. So please uh, let your friends know that you've had a chance to listen to this, share this information with them, and let them know that you heard it on the, the Public Relations Review podcast. And please, if you enjoyed the show, we'd look to have a great review from you. So thank you again, and listen for the next edition. This podcast is produced by Communication Strategies, an award-winning public relations and public affairs firm headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you for joining us. Hi, this is Peter Woolfolk speaking. Now, first of all, thank you so very much for listening to the podcast. Now, I am very excited to let you know that the podcast is now available on Amazon Alexa. You know the drill. Simply say, Alexa, play Public Relations Review Podcast, and she'll take it from there. And again, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy the program, please become a subscriber. Now, on to the podcast.